we're going to do a little something different today in this show. When we think of prosperity, we usually think of the financial freedom. We think of the mindset, the personal development aspect. I think that's another important part of prosperity that includes health and wellness. So today I want to share with you an interview that I recently did with Dr. Joel Wallach, where we talked about pregnancy, birth defects, and nutrition. I think it's a timely subject with the COVID-19 and with everybody stuck at home right now, uh, not able to get out and do their normal things. I think in the next few months we're going to see a little bit of a baby boom. So I think it's real important that I share with you this particular interview, and I hope you enjoy it. So if you do, please share and like, and let's get on with the episode. Welcome to the Health and Wellness Hour with Dr. Joel Wallach and pharmacist Keith Abel. They believe when it comes to nutrition and supplementation, the modern medical system has failed you, that our body is divinely designed to repair itself given the correct foundation of nutrients. With a combined 85 years experience in health, nutrition, and supplementation, they bring a unique perspective on how to manage disease and improve one's health. Over the next hour, Dr. Wallach and pharmacist Keith will discuss health and wellness topics seen in the news. They'll discuss trends in nutrition and supplementation and how you can take control of your own health and your future. Let's get on with the show. Uh, food and dietary supplement products that we mentioned in this program are intended to contribute to the daily diet and overall health and are not intended for use in the prevention, treatment, mitigation, or cure of any disease or health-related condition. Individuals who have or suspect they have an illness or who wish to commence a diet or exercise program should consult with an appropriately licensed healthcare practitioner for a medical history evaluation, diagnosis, treatment, and health recommendations. And folks, I encourage you to find a healthcare professional that is open and takes a more holistic approach to your health. Uh, fortunately, we live in a time now where there are more and more physicians and nurse practitioners and physician assistants, uh, naturopathic doctors that are more open to nutrition as a way to prevent disease. So uh, I encourage you to look for that type of professional. All right. Anyhow, today we have an important topic. My name is Keith Abel. I'm a pharmacist. I am a certified medication therapy management pharmacist and also a holistic health coach. I uh, work in long-term care industry currently, but I've been in multiple practice settings from hospitals, community settings. Uh, the community settings range all the way from inner city all the way out to very rural parts of Kentucky and uh, got a lot of experience uh, over the years with helping folks uh, reduce the need for their prescription medications through appropriate uh, nutrition and supplementation. Today we have with us as always, Dr. Joe Wallach, a biomedical research pioneer. He's considered the founder of liquid colloidal vitamins and minerals. He earned a bachelor of science degrees in agriculture from the University of Missouri in 1962. He has a major in animal husbandry, which uh, studied a lot of, about uh, pregnancy of uh, uh, cattle and livestock. Uh, he also holds a minor in field crops and soils. He then earned a doctorate of veterinary medicine and three postdoctoral fellowships. He spent more than 40 years in the field of veterinary medicine, observing and researching the effects of individual nutrients on animals before he earned his doctorate in naturopathic medicine and made the leap over to human health and wellness. As a pathologist, he's performed over 32,000 autopsies. I dare you to find any of your physicians that have had anywhere near that number of autopsies. But he's performed over 32 autopsies on various species of animals and humans. 
and comparing uh, the diseases and uh, what's going on in those animals and humans. Uh, that culmination of work is now in a textbook on diseases of exotic animals, which is in the Smithsonian Institute. He's held key positions in zoos and universities throughout the, the uh, United States. He worked in South Africa at various national parks uh, where he has uh, worked on the Operation Rhino project to help save the white rhino from extinction. If you have a white rhino in a zoo today, it's probably one he brought over or the offspring of one of the ones that he brought over. Uh, he also led an expedition throughout Africa uh, to capture and mark elephants so they can study their migration habits. He's been published more than 70 times in scientific and medical journals. He's written 15 books on uh, human nutrition in addition to the one he has in the Smithsonian, he's lectured, his lecture, Dead Doctors Don't Lie, was originally recorded on an audio cassette tape back in the early uh, 80s. That tape has now been translated into nine languages and has over 600 million in circulation. He currently has two nationally syndicated daily radio shows. He'll tell you about that at the end. He travels extensively all over the United States. Now, because of the COVID, he uh, does most of his uh, lectures and, and talks through uh, do things like Zoom. we're doing here through the yeah. Zoom. Uh, and, and he's recruited an army of like-minded individuals, a crusade of folks to help get his health and wellness message out to the masses. I count him as a personal friend, somebody that I actually spent a year and a half with traveling on the speaking circuit, where I believe I learned more about the role of nutrition and supplementation on human health than I ever learned in my university studies at the University of Kentucky. Welcome to the call today, Dr. Wallach. Well, thank you so much, Pharmacist Keith, and a very, very kind introduction. I always appreciate that. And of course, um, this information is uh, every second, every minute, every hour, every day uh, gets more and more valuable and critical uh, because of all the things going on from the atmosphere um, stuff going on with the carbon dioxide going up. And of course, everybody's got that one wrong too. Um, and so um, uh, we're, you know, I'm in the process of getting a large grant to uh, solve the problem because they're not going to solve the problem by stopping fracking. <laughs> uh, they have a, a narrow look at what uh, causes problems in the world mm -hmm. and the political correctness. You know, they've all got their agendas. And that's the word. You've yeah, got they their have their agenda. agenda, whether it's the science of global warming uh, or the science of uh, finance, the science of home-based business, the science of nutrition. Uh, folks all have their agendas and their agendas are meant to hold us down. Their agendas are meant to, to keep us captive. Uh, you know, they, they want us all to get the credit cards and go in deep in debt so they can capture us there. They want us using their dangerous pharmaceutical drugs. So we have to depend on those drugs for our life. Uh, they, want, they, want us to, they want to control the air we breathe now. So that's why we uh, do this show because we want to uh, enlighten people as to where things are in the world, especially in the world of nutrition. And today we're going to have a very important topic. Uh, today we're going to talk about pregnancy and nutrition. Um, I, I know that uh, we started this a little bit last week, teased it a little bit. But first, I want to start off, Dr. Wallach, if you can just walk us through the stages uh, of 
the pregnancy, starting with uh, the, the embryo implantation and what's happening in that very early sure. development. And then we'll get into specific uh, conditions. Okay. Well, I'll start out by saying that book, um, um, The Disease of Exotic Animals, covers 17,000 and some change of over 454 species of animals and uh, 3,000 humans. The entire book on 8,000 human autopsies is epigenetics, the death of the genetic theory of disease transmission. So those two books go together, and um, we're going to talk more about them in a minute. But um, it's kind of like and people know if you're going to have a garden and you're going to grow tomatoes and peppers and corn and sweet potatoes and, and beans and so forth, you prepare the soil. Okay, you, you know, you break up the soil so it's not like a hard concrete block like a brick because the roots of the plants have to move through there. If it's hard like a baked brick, you won't get much success. And then you have to get rid of the weeds, the things that are going to compete with the food from the plants from growing and producing. And then you have to fertilize the soil with the specific needs of those individual plants. And I know when I was a kid, we would take all the, um, like the, eggshells, we put them in the garden. I was talking to Dr. Milan about that this morning. We put all the eggshells, um, we would eat the eggs and we put the eggshells in the garden. Um, we would uh, peel potatoes, we put the potato peelings in the garden. Uh, we would take the um, skins of our oranges and all that kind of stuff and put them in the garden. Banana skins go in the garden and so forth. And um, things that were left over when we would, you know, uh, eat meat and things, things that we didn't want to eat like burnt fat and stuff like that, we'd put that in the garden. And uh, we put wood ashes from the stove in the garden, okay? And that went on until three o'clock in the afternoon, September 4th, 1882, on Pearl Street in New York City in the bluff overlooking the construction of the Brooklyn Bridge. One guy um, by the name of Thomas Edison pulled the switch on the first commercial electric generating plant and within 10 years time, we had 60 new, quote, genetic diseases, unquote, that it appeared that they'd never seen before because we had lost access to wood ashes because over that 10 years, okay, we, the whole world had switched from wood as fuel and coal as fuel to electricity. And that began the death of the world is when they switched to electricity. That was the beginning of the death of the world right there. So that kind of gives you a hint where I'm going to go in a minute. But the same thing is true uh, when you're dealing with the biological system as you are with the earth and the plants and the oceans and all this kind of stuff, which is, I, I get breathless when I think about it. Um, you know, most people don't realize it, but when a person is born, that's, that's not where life begins. Life begins at conception. Actually, life begins in the parents many, many years before conception. And, um, when you're born, you're already nine months old. So three months after you're born, you're a year old already. And so that's the way the Chinese age people. They don't age people by birth dates. They, they age people by conception dates. So I find that kind of interesting. They're way ahead of us there. Well, um, the reason why my thesis, the, um, let's see here, uh, the disease of exotic animals is in the Smithsonian Institute as a national treasure. Very few people get their research thesis in the Smithsonian Institute, and very few, I mean, we're looking at less than five, five have their thesis in the Smithsonian Institute as a national treasure. Mm -hmm. And the reason is I proved 
with these 32,000 autopsies, in that particular study, 20,000 autopsies alone, there are no genetically transmitted diseases. I'll repeat that. There are no genetically transmitted diseases. There are no genetically transmitted birth defects, with the exception of virus diseases during early pregnancy. You know, like you get the measles in early pregnancy, you can affect the embryo um, kind of thing. Um, the same way uh, with um, uh, toxins, okay? Uh, you get all kinds of weird stuff going on and you can have a baby born with a, a problem, but it wasn't a genetic problem. It was either a poison or an infection. Well, all other birth defects are caused by nutritional deficiencies of the embryo at some stage. So knowing that, why would you wait until you got pregnant? Because you might not find out until the embryo is already two weeks old, six weeks old, three months old, and the damage has already been done. Mm -hmm. And so we used to do that in the gardens. We would put all the wood ashes every day for the, year, you know, for the next spring when you put the seeds in, and you've been adding the fertilizer to the soil in the form of wood ashes and, and garbage and leftovers and eggshells and banana peels and all that kind of stuff. So that's that garden was ready for the seeds and the little potted plants and all the mm -hmm. stuff we were going to grow. Well, we have to do the same thing for ourselves. As, as a farmer, we did that with our animals. Now, I learned about all this when I was nine years old. That's when I first figured this out. I figured out the whole thing when I was nine. And it's really crazy. People say, what? Yeah, well, when I was four, I, be, I became very violent, and I was, I mean, I was violent at age four, and I was very strong because I'm a little farm kid and throwing bales of hay and all this kind of stuff and dragging bags of feet around that weighed more than me, and um, uh, they didn't even have a name for what I had back then. I'll tell you what it is now, but back then, they didn't even have a name for it, and they, over a, a five-year period between age four and nine, my mom and dad took me to 20 different doctors who were kind of a mix of pediatricians and eye doctors and brain doctors and all this kind of stuff. And they had never seen anything like that. And they were convinced that, uh, you know, I had some kind of genetic thing that was impossible to deal with. And a little, the, the 20th doctor, Mary Jane Skeffington, little chubby grandmotherly child psychologist, eye doctor, pediatrician, Mary Jane Skeffington from St. Louis, she said, we have to institutionalize him. He's going to kill himself or kill somebody else until we figure out what to do. We got to institutionalize him. So I asked my mom, what does that mean? She says, well, they're going to put you in a hospital. I said, well, how long am I going to be in the hospital? She says, maybe for the rest of your life. Well, that didn't sound too good for a nine-year-old. So that night when everybody else went to sleep, I'm sitting on the end of my bed because I wasn't looking forward to being in a hospital for the rest of my life. And so I'm sitting there thinking, okay, you know, we grow our own food. So we kind of know what's in there. Uh, we feed much of what we grow in our gardens to the animals like the milk cows we get our milk from and chickens that we're going to eat and so forth. And so why is it they don't have the problem I've got? They're eating the same thing I'm eating. And I said, uh oh, no, wait a minute. There's something else going on here. We give vitamins and minerals to those chickens. We give vitamins and minerals to those calves. We give vitamins and minerals to those cows. And we don't take the vitamins and minerals. So the next morning, remember, I'm only nine. The next morning, I threw the Cheerios out into the front lawn for the, the chickens to eat. And I go into the barn and all I got was all, you know, all the different pills and capsules and tablets and powders, all the vitamins and minerals we give all, all the farm animals. And um, I just put them in a bowl 
and put my orange juice in with them and made kind of a soup and I'm eating all these vitamins and minerals in my orange juice. And I had um, eggs. I did eat some eggs and so forth. And I did that three meals a day. And in three days time, I was cured after five years of getting worse and worse and worse. 20 doctors are going to be institutionalized for the rest of my life. I cured myself in three days by taking vitamins and minerals. Now, we were going to church every weekend. And we didn't say anything to anybody. But after about two weeks, everybody's pointing at me and whispering and, and running around, bringing over because, you know, I was always disruptive in the church services and banging, uh, the, you know, the Bible on the pews and all this kind of stuff and making noises and yelling during the services and everything. And so suddenly now I'm participating and singing the Psalms with everybody else. And it's, what? Is this the same guy? What's going on here? So they were noticing. And then after about a couple of months, this little old lady, she had to be, gosh, in her 80s, and she came waddling up to me. She says, Wallach, yes, yes ma'am, because I'm only nine years old, right? Wallach, yes, ma'am, I hear tell you can cure my diabetes. I said, ma'am, I don't even know what diabetes is. I'm only nine years old. So when I went back home that day, I got our Merck manual, which is kind of the farmer's sort of Bible for what to treat farm animals with when they got diseases. So I looked up diabetes and found out it was just a mineral deficiency. Okay, back in 1949, it was, it was already in the Merck Manual. The Merck Manual had been out since 1895. Okay, and so this is what we would get our information because we couldn't afford a veterinarian coming out all the time, so we would treat our own animals. And so that's why we got all these vitamins and minerals to prevent all these diseases in them. And so I told her about these vitamins and minerals. And in a month's time, she was cured. I'm only nine years old, okay? And so I knew then, and, and so everything I did at that point, I'm working my way towards, you know, going back to school, or not going back to school, but, but after graduating high school, I wanted to go to a degree in agriculture so I could make the best food in the world for everybody. So that's, that's my story, okay? Yeah. And uh, so that, that includes, of course, all birth defects are caused by nutritional deficiencies other than the ones that are caused by infections and poisons and that sort of thing. And now you think about it because like, like a plant, uh, an embryo, you know, whether you're a chicken or a human being or a cow or a whale or an elephant requires these nutrients to build. You have the capacity, you have the map, you have the recipe book, but your stem cells, okay, that make, the tissues and the cells and, and all the enzymes and everything required these nutrients to make it happen. And so what I surmised was I was sick and I, I was getting crazy and dangerous because I didn't have the nutrients for all my pieces to work properly. So that's, that's where it all came from. Yeah, I know when I uh, started growing food ourselves, it took me about three years to get to the soil to the point where the food grew the best. And that's from doing all the amendments to the soil and everything. So uh, it's kind of the same principle with, uh, with human health. You know, we're gonna develop a new human being. We gotta make sure all those nutrients are in the soil to start with. And that's why it's so important for preconception nutrition. There's so many diseases or birth defects rather that are caused by lack of even preconception nutrition. Uh, things like neural uh, tube de uh, defects and spina bifida and all that. Um, so that's why it's so important that we have all 90 essential nutrients. And break down what's the 90 essential nutrients, the categories there. 
Okay, well, the short version, uh, Pharmacist Keith, is um, 60, six zero minerals, 16 vitamins, 12 amino acids, three fatty acids. And these are required by all vertebrates, whether you're a hummingbird or a whale, whether you're an ostrich or a finch. If you're a human being, a snake, a wombat, a kangaroo, a wallaby, a cow, um, or an owl, it doesn't matter. All vertebrates, whether you are incubated in an egg or you're incubated in a uterus, you all vertebrates require these 90 essential nutrients to come out perfect. Mm -hmm. We have the recipe book. We have all the equipment to do it right, but we need to provide all the proper raw materials. Right. Okay, that that's so the piece. True. That's the piece that the, the medical profession and most politicians miss. Okay, they think, well, just eat well. That's what doctors tell people. And people say, well, you know, I'm getting married and I'm going to have kids. Shouldn't I be taking some extra vitamins? It's not just, you know, eat well, look at everything you need from your food. Well, that doctor should be put in jail because any birth defect that happens or any disease that happens to the mom and dad is on that doctor because the doctor said be a he or a she. Don't take any vitamins and minerals like you're giving the chickens and the cows and the pigs and the sheep. Don't, don't, don't give yourself what you're giving the animals. You just eat while you're gonna get everything you need. There's only three mm -hmm. minerals that are required by plants to make good seeds for the next generation. That's why commercial fertilizers, pharmacist Keith, commercial fertilizers to maximize production for farmers only contain three elements. That's it, NPK, that's all they contain. And so um, does the farmer get paid by the nutritional value of the food or by the tonnage? They get paid by the tonnage. By the tonnage. And so that's why the fertilizer industry, they just put NPK in there because that's all it takes to maximize the tonnage of the food grown in that soil. Well, what about just, the other 57 minerals? Uh, 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 uh -huh. If you don't supplement with them, it's kind of a, a chance. And that's why for about 10 years, I studied all the, the long-lived um, populations in the world. Okay, had the, the most... Um, uh, efficient birth, successful birth, uh, live births and everything, uh, the fewest birth defects, the longest lives. Uh, United States, our average lifespan is 75.4, something like that. The longest of people, the longest of people um, uh, in the world, their average lifespan, depending on what country it is, is 168 to 185. And so we collected all this information. What is it? What's special about them? Do they have special genes? No, because let's say they have four kids and two of them moved to England. They'd only live to be the age of the English people, you know, in like 68. Okay, when their brothers and sisters who stayed in the original country, they lived to be 165, double or triple. Okay, and so that's the sort of stuff that we've collected all this information and, you know, for we, if you, for less than a cup of coffee a day financially, you can add twenty-five to fifty healthful years to your life. That's true. Okay, just by spending this money, it, it, again, the cost of a commercial cup of coffee. You know, you go to Starbucks or someplace like that. What is it? And depending, five bucks to seven bucks, depending on what you get. And you invest that in in the supplements, the ninety essential nutrients, and avoid the bad foods to maximize absorption, defeat. Um, free radical damage and all that kind of stuff like we do for animals and you'll add 25 to 50 healthful years to your life and it won't cost you an extra penny other than that five to seven bucks a day which you'd spend on a cup of starbucks coffee 
you know, um, we do see now that, you know, doctors acknowledge that there are nutritional supplements that are needed during pregnancy. You know, they, they recommend the prenatal vitamins, but what they're missing there is all the other minerals that are involved. I mean, the replication of the cells that's happening during pregnancy, it's happening extremely fast. Uh, there are a lot of minerals that even today we don't know what their roles are, but are necessary for replication of our RNA or DNA and the duplication of the cells. And the, the doctors just focus on the main ones that they know about and they supplement those in the prenatal vitamins, but it's still not enough. I mean, there's 90 essential nutrients. As a pharmacy, well, prenatal, we study. Yeah, the prenatal vitamins, some of them only have 14 and, and mm -hmm. 12 of them are vitamins and only two minerals. Right, exactly. And, you know, I learned in pharmacy school that all these chemical reactions that are going on in the body require different minerals to drive the reaction certain mm -hmm. ways. If you got the mineral present, you're, you're going to get the right reaction. If you don't have the minerals present, then you're not going to get the right reaction and things break down, which surprises me that, you know, we know all that. We're taught that in uh, biochemistry and it's still ignored. Uh, but I, I want to go on to some of the, some of the birth defects. Uh, mm -hmm. One of the ones that you're really probably famous for is uh, dealing with the neural tube defects, which includes cleft lip and cleft palate. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Okay, yeah, I, I did a very famous experiment. Uh, I was working at the Brookfield Zoo up in Chicago and a pair of wild-caught Arctic foxes, uh, they'd been in the zoo for a little over a year and they had 10 babies, all of them were born with cleft palate. And the, the keepers wanted me to you know, give them the injection and kill, kill them all and kill the mom and dad because they didn't want animals in the zoo that had bad genes. I said, oh, this is a dream, okay? And because what we're gonna do here, we're gonna learn something. I already know the answer, but I'm gonna prove it to you. Don't, don't kill those baby foxes. Don't kill the mom and dad. So I said, what were you feeding them? Well, they're meat eaters, so we gave them horse meat. Okay, did you give them any vitamins and minerals? No, they're meat eaters, we just gave them horse meat. Well, that's why you had 10 babies with cleft palace because the nutrient necessary to prevent that isn't in horse meat. Okay, you didn't give them any vitamins and minerals? No. Okay, so here's what I want you to do immediately. I want you to give the mom and dad, start giving them dog food. Okay, doesn't matter if it's dry or canned or mixture of both, just no gluten, no wheat, brown rhinos, but canned dog food, that's all you need to give them. These 10 babies with the cleft palate, I want you to divide them up between three and four and five different keepers, so it's not too much of a load on any one, and get this puppy milk replacement um, uh, food diet that you give orphan puppies, or you're gonna just snatch the puppy away from the mom because they're gonna send it somewhere else and they'll feed it. It's only a couple of days old and you'll feed it this formula. And I want you to feed this formula to all these baby foxes. Now it's gonna take them six months of age to go through puberty. And then their gestation period is 62 days. So, you know, you know, we're looking here at, you know, seven, eight months, whatever it's gonna be. Um, and uh, then uh, these baby foxes, when they're ready for um, solid food at two to four weeks of age, I want you to start giving them dog food to replace the puppy milk replacer farming. So by the time I see them all, all 10 of these baby foxes with the cleft palates and, and the mom and dad are all going to be on dog food for at least six months. Okay, just keep them on the dog food. Okay, the time came, they called me. It's okay, doc, we're ready. What, what do you want us to do? I said, okay, why don't you do just grab one male and put them in with mom. Just grab two females and put them in with dad. 
And then the remainder, the brothers and sisters, match them up. So you have, you know, however it goes, I want you to have at least one male with one female. Okay. And that way we're going to have some babies here in 62 to 65 days when they first come, you know, into their puberty. And let's see what happens. Well, in um, 62 days after, you know, we started, after they started their, their periods and stuff, guess what? I had a hundred baby foxes were born normal to all these foxes that had cleft palates. So, well, there you go. I just proved to you that this was not a genetic problem because this is inbreeding. I mean, brother and sister, mom and son, dad and daughter, mm -hmm. inbreeding, 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 and they're all born normal because we're giving them the nutrients to prevent that birth defect. Isn't that crazy? It, it's amazing. And yeah. again, well, it's just amazing to me how much modern medical ignores what's happened in the veterinary science field. Uh, okay. Another one of the... And that story in great detail, I think I got it up right, yeah. It's in great detail is in the book, Rare Earths Been Cures. Yeah, that's Rare Earths Been really Cures goes a lot into the uh, different minerals involved. So it's... it's yes, a, with, with each birth defect, yep. Right. Uh, and I want to say something else about that. I mean, yeah, we know that folic acid is an important nutrient when it comes to neural tube defects. Mm -hmm. It's not just folic acid. There's other minerals that are also involved in the same process. So you can have deficiencies in the other areas as well. So that's why it's so important that you get all 90 essential nutrients and you need to get all 90 of them. Uh, you know, those 60 minerals is what's important and what you're not gonna find in most of the commercial products that are out there. Uh, another birth defect, that we see is Down syndrome. And I know you had some success uh, with that quite by accident. Okay, well, let's uh, talk about a couple of those. Well, right now the record for Down syndrome survival is 83 years, okay, 83 years. And um, there's a fellow in Minnesota by the name of uh, Brett um, Holbrook. Brett Holbrook, he died at 83 years old. He was a Down syndrome baby. There's a, a woman from England, I forget her last name, but her first name is Molly. That's my mom's first name, Molly. And she died at 83, a Down syndrome baby, okay? Um, half the p women who have Down syndrome that are married to a non-syndrome guy and get pregnant with him will have a normal baby. Only half will have a Down syndrome baby. So those are sort of the basic statistics. Down syndrome, is not a genetic disease, and doctors want you to believe it. So it's the most classic example of a genetic birth defect. No, um, it's actually just a nutritional deficiency like all other birth defects. And um, it's one of those things where my, my most famous one was Evil Knievel's niece-in-law, Lauren. She calls me at two and a half months pregnancy and says, look, I've had a triple, um, what do they call it? A triple, um, where they, they do three different triple tests. Screening. Yeah, there you go, triple screen, thank you. Triple screen, a triple screen, and a um, ultrasound um, positive for Down syndrome baby. I'm two and a half months pregnant. Everybody's yelling at me to get an abortion because this is not just Down syndrome. This is a very, very badly damaged embryo with other birth defects also. And um, I, I, she said, this is Lauren Knievel. I am not gonna get an abortion. I said, well, I've never done this before. And she says, I don't care. 
do what you can do because uh, she's, I won't hold her responsible if I have to raise a Down syndrome baby, but I'm not going to get an abortion. Okay. So I get, I, I overnighted her the, just the healthy start pack, our basic 90 essential nutrients and got her on auto ship. And the baby was born in 19, um, uh, late 1997. Uh, she named him Noah, born perfectly normal. And today he's in the university there at Omaha, Nebraska as an engineering student. And he's also in the military um, because you have to be in the military when you go to the school in most of these universities now. And if you're a guy, I had to be. Um, and so he's in the National Guard. Uh, and Noah is a perfectly normal kid. And he had a severe catastrophic um, uh, case of Down syndrome. Okay. And um, then I have another set. This one's really breathless. It was two Down syndrome kids. They were born 600 miles apart in Texas. And over a period of a couple of years, their parents didn't know each other. They kind of moved closer and closer together um, just because of the industries they were working in. And um, Ben and Wendy are their names. And uh, they started on our products when they were like 16 years old. They started on our products when they were 16 years old, advanced Down syndrome kids. And Ben just retired after 20 years of, of um, working the IT department. He ran the IT department for the engineering school at Texas A&M for 20 years. That's not bad for a Down syndrome kid, right? And then Wendy, uh, she is one of the um, highest IT people for international advertising for Chick-fil-A. And she'll retire in two years. And that's because they've been getting the 90 essential nutrients been avoiding the bad foods since they were mid-teens. Okay, so it's never too late to get benefit. But Down syndrome is totally preventable. So if you get, you know, in, in an early pregnancy, you have a great chance. There's no guarantee, obviously, because of absorption. If you're eating a lot of gluten and you don't absorb efficiently and so forth, there's all those kind of issues we haven't even talked about. But you have a possibility, a strong possibility of reversing the Down syndrome by getting rid of the bad foods and taking the 90 essential nutrients because we've done it so often. I mean, we, um, um, Ben and Wendy, these two kids I told you about, you know, working with Texas A&M and Chick-fil-A, they speak at the Down syndrome national event every year. <laughs> and so they're getting me this, this coming year, I'm gonna be one of the main speakers, okay? So I'm so excited about that. Yeah, I was looking at uh, some of the deficiencies, and one of the common problems is low birth rate. And just looking at the different things that we know about low birth rate, I mean, iron deficiency can cause it, calcium deficiency, vitamin mm -hmm. D deficiency, uh, DHA, which is uh, omega-3, iodine deficiency, uh, vitamin K deficiency, magnesium deficiency, uh, zinc deficiency, selenium. So that just shows that there's more than one thing to play when it comes to development mm -hmm. of the fetus. And that's why it's so important. And I keep harping on it. It's so important to, to make sure you have all 90 essential nutrients. And when my, 90. All 90. When my uh, daughter was pregnant, we made sure that she had all those nutrients, especially the, uh, we, we all, back then we didn't know that omega-3s was part of the, the process. And, and we uh, made sure she had that as well, have two perfectly healthy kids. Uh, 
want to talk a little bit more about some of the things that can happen to mom. We see more and more in the news about postpartum depression and actually depression even starts before postpartum a lot of times in women. Uh, so can talk a little bit about that and what, what's going on there okay. and what's the deficiencies involved with that? Okay, well, depression can be caused by deficiencies of amino acids, fatty acids, minerals, and vitamins. Well, what if you're deficient in all of them? You, that's the way I was when I was, you know, four years old. I was deficient in all of them. Not because that, I wasn't getting it. That's common for a mom that's pregnant because the baby's that's, taking it all. That's correct. But what happens is, even if you're supplementing, if you're eating gluten, your villi in your intestines are gone. You've lost 95% of the absorptive surface in your intestines. And so you're only, you might only be getting one or 2% of the supplements you're taking. You say, well, I took that. Why did I have a baby with Down syndrome? I took all that. Uh, why am I having postpartum depression? Well, that's because you weren't absorbing it. So absorption is equally or even more important than you know what you're supplementing with. Because there's a lot of people, they stay away from the bad stuff, even if they don't know it. It's just by the, where they live and they can't grow certain things, which is a good thing. And um, uh, for instance, um, the Asian people do much better than the European people because they live on rice and sweet potatoes where the European people live on wheat, barley, rye, and oats, which is, you know, when you look at uh, even the COVID infections, um, um, uh, countries like Thailand, they only have 59 deaths. Then England has 13,000 deaths, both about the same population. Okay, what's the difference? Is it a genetic thing? No. Thailand, they live on rice and sweet potatoes. In England, everything they eat and drink is made from wheat, barley, rye, and oats. And so, you know, that's a big, huge difference. And so these are all the things that we go into um, in these books and things. But when it comes to mental disease, that's what I had. I had what's today called autism and a very uh, aggressive type of schizophrenia. I had those two things. But it's not unusual for people to have anxiety. I mean, how many people have anxiety? How many people have anxiety and depression? How many people, you know, have every kind? I mean, I had five or six different things uh, when I was a kid, including, again, autism and, and um, uh, very aggressive schizophrenia. I'm sure my parents had anxiety <laughs> with all that. Mm -hmm. But those are all nutritional deficiencies, not because I wasn't getting some of that. But I was living on gluten because I was a farm kid. And I was living on everything, you know, cream of wheat, Cheerios, uh, pancakes, waffles, bagels, crackers. Um, let's see here, waffles, pancakes, uh, spaghetti uh, three nights a week, uh, you, you, all that kind of stuff. And flour tortillas, I'm getting everything with wheat, brown, and rye, and oats in it. And then when I was old enough, when I was going to college, of course, uh, I had learned about that. And I'm looking at all these students there, they're, they're crazier than loons because all they do is go out every Friday night and drink beer all night, which is made from wheat. I know there's also a lot of people are concerned about pregnancy and environmental uh, issues that can affect pregnancy. Can proper nutrition help offset, proper supplementation help offset some of those possible environmental uh, problems? Oh, of course. Absolutely. Because your body has all kinds of things to defend itself and to rebuild itself and repair itself. Uh, your stem cells live in your, in your bone marrow. 
And the one thing I learned, I think that, that is not stressed in, in medical school is that your immune system is everything. And your immune system requires 90 essential nutrients in optimal amounts. Your immune system makes white blood cells, red blood cells, platelets, and antibodies. And all of these things are made by cells, stem cells in your bone marrow. Well, well, why is it that a three-year-old kid, when they get COVID, okay, they, their temperature will go up maybe a half a degree from 98.6 to 99. That's not a fever. You can't even My temperature goes up more than that when I exercise, right? And then they'll have three days uh, worth of mild common cold-like symptoms, and it's over with. Very few people, if any, kids under age three die from COVID unless they have pre-existing conditions. Okay, they already have serious deficiencies and they've got asthma, they've got um, that kind of stuff, or obesity, and they're, they're only three years old, but those are a few. But by the time you get to be 63, 73, 83, you've been on the bad stuff for, including gluten, for 63 years, 73 years, and 83 years. Your bone marrow is dead. It's full of scar tissue and fat. You cannot make white blood cells anymore. And they say, yeah, you got low platelets, we'll give you a transfusion. You got low red blood cells, we'll give you iron shots and B12 shots. I mean, you're a pharmacist, you know that's what doctors do. And they say, oh, um, you also have low antibodies, so we're going to um, get a transplant so you can get platelets and antibodies from somebody else once every couple of months. We'll give you a, you know, we'll, we'll give you a, a transfusion, okay? And so that's, they're milking your insurance policy when all you have to do is get off of gluten, take your 90 cents nutrients, and you make your own platelets, you make your own white blood cells, you make your own red blood cells, you make your own, your own antibodies, and all these things run and kill and eat the viruses. But if you can't absorb the nutrients for your bone marrow to do its job, these are the people who die from COVID infections. These are the people who have babies with birth defects. And these are the people who are in insane asylums because they have all these anxiety and, and, and so forth. Absolutely. And, you know, there's so many things that, that are involved in the fetal development and so many areas where things can go wrong. That's why it's so important to give your body the best chance to, uh, to defend itself, the best chance to repair itself. Uh, you know, Dr. Wyke was talking about bone marrow is uh, part of the, uh, an important part of the immune system. Also, your gut health is a very important part of the immune system. And he talks about uh, gluten and how that affects it. But it's not just the gluten, it's the, uh, the uh, bacteria that are in your gut. Can you elaborate on that a little bit as well? Because that's an important part of pregnancy as well. Well, the, your body is a environment. And just like a woods, you go to a forest, you have trees, and you have bushes, and you have uh, low growing plants, um, you have flowers, um, you have birds, you have deer, you got armadillos, you got all this stuff that make up this forest. And each of them requires different things. Okay, well, the same thing with your liver and your heart and your intestines, your kidneys, your muscles, your brain, and your eyes all require different things to maintain themselves with stem cells and, and so forth. So um, this is uh, something that is true of all vertebrates, whether you're being incubated in an egg, the mother, the chicken, and the, the, the uh, ostrich 
okay, in the penguin, they put all the nutrients necessary to develop that fetus in the egg. Okay, we have to eat it every day so that the embryo gets everything every day, okay? In either case, if there's one thing missing, you get a birth defect, okay? If you get two or three things missing, you have a catastrophic miscarriage because the baby can't survive without a heart or a brain or a blood vessel or a kidney or something. And so when you get these catastrophic birth defects that you will have a miscarriage, okay? And so um, these are things that, again, is why my, my thesis is in the Smithsonian Institute is a national treasure. And um, my thesis was 5,000 pages. And to, to make a long story short, if I may, can I pick three diseases that I've gotten rid of? I mean, right I, am, I am credited with getting rid of these three diseases. It's a long story, but you can get, you get the, the short version now. You'll get the long story in the book Epigenetics, and, okay, and the book Dead Doctors Don't Lie, and so forth. But you always want to remember, is your doctor killing you? Oh, you've heard of that one. Is your doctor killing you? Okay. Well, um, I realized when I was working for NASA, you know, the space department, I was working for them as a pathologist, and I ran into the first um, non-human case of cystic fibrosis. I recognized it right away. I sent slides out. <clears throat> I didn't tell them it was from a space monkey. I just sent out slides with a tissue on it. And I said, I think this is cystic fibrosis. What do you think? All these different experts in the world, about 10 of them, wrote me back on their letterhead from their universities and said, oh, this is a classic example of cystic fibrosis. Then I wrote them back and said, look, well, this is good news because this is the first non-human case of cystic fibrosis. They were so excited. It was in the, every newspaper Okay, I was in every newspaper um, for three months. Okay, every day for three months because I had found the first nine cases. Well, when when can we get a couple hundred of them so we can do some studies? I said, okay, I can get you six thousand in three months if you want. Well, how are you going to do that? Well, it turns out the news is better than I thought because I got permission to do biopsies on the other twenty-four babies in the colony, and they all had cystic They were not related. They all had different mothers and fathers. And so it's just a simple nutritional efficiency. One of the, one of the researchers was tinkering around with a diet and her, her name was Nellie Bourne and she accidentally created an art, a, a experimental diet to create cystic fibrosis. So I can give you all the babies you want. And they fired me immediately. There was a long story involved there, but I was in the newspaper every day again for three months saying I was a quick crook and a quack and I was wrong and it wasn't, uh, it wasn't nutritional like I said, and that's why they fired me and blah, blah, blah. Well, to make a long story short, I'm out practicing. I'm working with the Amish people uh, in, the, in the Rocky Mountains. And I run into colonies of Amish that have huge numbers of kids with mustard dystrophy. So it didn't take long. It looked like white muscle disease in, in cows, which is a simple nutritional deficiency. So I started treating these people the same way we treat calves that are born with white muscle disease, and I cured them all. They were diagnosed by medical doctors in hospitals and medical schools with mustard dystrophy. And so I got uh, 30 charts together, and I gave them to Jerry Lewis. And he and I had spent a weekend together talking about each of these charts. And he was so excited. He took them to the Muscular Industry Foundation in 2011. And they immediately fired Jerry Lewis because mm -hmm. he brought them the cure for Muscular Industry. Well, in 2015, the, the, the Association had to um, uh, stop the telethon because they're spending all that money and they couldn't raise a single penny without Jerry Lewis. Now, April 16th, 2013, I was awarded by federal agencies, okay, through the federal system, FDA, um, CDC, all these guys. They forced all these baby manufacturers were suing them. So 
is my 11th lawsuit against them and I, in federal courts, I won. Um, I forced them to put this one nutrient into baby formulas, Infamil, Similac, and a bunch of them. And in a year and a half, September 13, 2014, in the headlines, in the front page of the Charlotte Observer, there was nothing else on the front page except this headline. We don't know why, but sudden death syndrome has vanished from North Carolina. That's the word they use, has vanished from North Carolina. Three months later, in the state of Missouri, the newspapers came out. We don't know why, but sudden death syndrome has vanished in the state of Missouri. And three months later, every newspaper in the world came out for Mrs. Keith and said, we don't know why, but sudden death syndrome has dropped significantly by 85 to 95%. We don't know why. That's because I put the nutrient in there. None of the only 2% of the babies were being laid on by their mothers. Only 2% of the babies were in bed with their mothers when they died. They weren't being laid on by their mothers. They weren't being suffocated. They all died of a heart attack. And Dr. Milan and I went to China and studied Kishan disease. We did 1,700 autopsies on kids under the age of 10. 35% of them had cystic fibrosis. 100% had mustard dystrophy. And um, 200 of them under the age of one year had sudden death syndrome. This is published in three languages. The English version is the biology of trace element research, okay? And that's perhaps one of the uh, most fond things I've ever done was that study because we use that information. We've saved millions of kids, okay, since 1988 when she and I did those 1,700 autopsies and published it in three languages. Mm -hmm. All right, I've got some questions, but before I get to the questions, uh, the biggest question is on the nutrition, mm -hmm. uh, what to take for pregnancy. And my recommendation, and I'll let Dr. Wallach elaborate on it, is uh, for, for pregnancy, what I recommend folks take is the healthy brain and heart pack and to supplement that with the cardio FX because it's got the extra folic acid that you need in that. Mm -hmm. uh, that's what my recommendation is for the base that you need to have for the nutrition. What is your thoughts on that? Is there something else I'm missing there? Yeah, no, exactly right. And then, of course, they got to get rid of all the bad stuff. They got to get a gluten free diet, no fried foods, none of the processed meats, and uh, no sugars, no gluten, no wheat brown rice, all that kind of stuff. We have a good food, bad food list. And exactly right. I, always, I call that the biggest hammer in our toolbox is the healthy brain and heart pack and the ultimate daily classic tablets and um, the cardio effects. Uh, uh, the cardio effects. Okay. And um, you can't lose, but if you get rid of all the bad stuff and you take when you take that pack, it has 225 nutrients in it, 90 of which all the experts agree upon are essential nutrients. The others, over the years, they'll, they'll be agreeing to them, okay? And we're working on some of these. It'll be in the next year or so, we'll have another two or three that's on. So we'll have to switch it to the, the 95 and then the 80 and, and so forth. But right now, it's still the 90 essential nutrients. And you want to be on that before you're conceived, all through the development for you, and then from the time you're born until 10 years after you die, because when you have mm -hmm. kids, you want to make sure they're getting all this stuff. And we will eliminate all birth defects. We will eliminate all birth defects. And we will join these cultures whose average lifespan is 165, 180. Mm -hmm. The oldest one in modern times, the oldest one in modern times is a um, Chinese um, herbalist by the name of uh, Dr. Li. Um, Chun Ng, okay, and he died at 261, 261, 
And the New York Times sent their top investigative reporter out there because they couldn't believe that. And he spent a year following this guy and fingerprinting him and going to a place where he'd been 50 years earlier, 100 years earlier, got the fingerprints. And, and, and it was really a good study. And uh, his name was James Hilton. And he wrote a book called Lost Horizon and it became a big movie, Lost Horizon, and Shangri-La, the place where people live forever. This is based on a true story. Okay. And we're talking about Hunza, as where these people, their average lifespan is 165, 168 every year. And every year they have birthday announcements for, you know, they have a dozen people who, okay, okay, so-and-so, they're, they're having their 189th birthday today. And so I save all these. So I, in my presentation, I show these birthday announcements from the government of Hunza. And that's because of all the minerals. So if you want to keep track of what you're doing, do a hair analysis every year, okay? Chapter 1011, teach you how to do a hair analysis. It'll tell you if you're absorbing. Because if you're taking your supplements, you're not absorbing, you're going to be disappointed. If you're not supplementing and you're not you know, doing a correct diet, you're in trouble. And so before you get pregnant, you better do a hair analysis and see if you have all the perfect levels of all your nutrients. Yeah, and I recommend, very much recommend the book Rare Earths Forbidden Cures because it's full of pictures and stories that Dr. White tells all the time. Uh, that you can re, uh, that you can uh, reference. Uh, one more time, the food and dietary supplement products that uh, we recommend on this program are intended to contribute to the daily diet and overall health. And they're not intended for use in the prevention, treatment, mitigation, or cure of any disease or health-related condition. Individuals who have or suspect they have an illness or who wish to commence a diet or exercise program should consult an appropriate licensed healthcare practitioner for medical history evaluation, diagnosis, treatment, and health recommendations. And again, what I recommend, highly recommend for any lady that's out there that is thinking about getting pregnant or that has already become pregnant to get on heart the pack. healthy brain and heart pack and the cardio FX. Uh, I've got another question here from someone. Um, they ask about Tourette syndrome and what mm -hmm. the protocols are for Tourette syndrome that you recommend. And this would be prenatal or postnatal, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, get rid of all the bad foods, no, you know, the good food, bad food list. And then you take the healthy brain and heart pack and the cardio effects. <laughs> it has everything in it. See, when you're taking everything, it covers all bases. And, you know, I've, I've seen really terrible situations where babies are um, or, you know, either aborted somewhere, or they miscarried somewhere, or they're born, and they have six, eight, 10, 12 different birth defects because they're so deficient in so many things. It was a miracle they survived to be born, okay? And of course, today, uh, everybody gets uh, early in pregnancy, they'll get, you know, an ultrasound and they'll have a look. And so they know, okay, you have three catastrophic birth defects. What do you want to do? And most will opt to get an abortion. And they have three, you know, major birth defects uh, because it will impact negatively the entire family. Because oh, you got the bad genes. Um, you know, you can't have this job because we're going to train you, and then you're going to, you know, do this. Or I'm not going to marry you because you've got all these brothers and sisters, all these terrible birth defects. I don't want those genes. Well, none of that's true, but because of the technology and, and where people are, that's that's how they think. Dr. Wyke, I really appreciate you doing this each week. Um, we're going to, I'm going to take all this information that we've gone through over the last two weeks on pregnancy and put that together <coughs> into one, one uh, program. 
because when you look in Dr. Wallach's vast library of videos and CDs that he's got available, does not have one specifically targeted towards pregnancy. And I think it's something that we all need because we all, you know, we're, we're going to have a major uh, uh, baby boom here in the next year because the COVID has kept everybody locked in their houses. So it's, it's a very important topic that we uh, uh, deal with uh, pregnancy and pre-pregnancy nutrition. Well, we've been working on this in parallel, so we'll combine our efforts. It's going to be a, a great thing, and I can't thank you enough for working in that area. I can't Red thank you. Red warning light's coming. Yeah, you're a pharmacist, okay? And so I really appreciate how you have bridged the two different philosophies, how you're bringing them together. You're a great ambassador of health. Uh, we love you, brother, and just uh, I look forward to working with you for 300 years. I look forward to it, too. And you can catch Dr. Wallach on the radio twice a day. Uh, you'll have to um, check your local radio station listings to see if it's covered there. Uh, if not, then uh, you can go to the G GCN radio network and you can uh, find the recording of the uh, daily uh, radio show there. Dr. Wallach, what's the best time and phone numbers to reach you on the radio? Okay, well, I'm on 2,700 radio stations right now, okay? From noon to one Pacific time, from noon to one Pacific time, I'm on Dead Doctors Don't Lie, and the number there is 1-888-1-888-379-2552. And then from one to two, I'm on Let's Play Doctor, okay? And the number there is 1-877-912-7529. All right, and one last thing. I've got a couple of free gifts for folks that tune in. Probably most of you have already seen these now, but I've got two free gifts. Uh, first of all is a report that Dr. Wallach did many years ago called Why So Many Young Athletes Die. If you've got anybody that's an athlete in your family or anybody that works in a field where they sweat a lot, they want to make sure you get this, this uh, report. And uh, you can go to dddlvideo.com. That stands for Dead Doctors Don't Lie, dddlvideo.com. In addition to that, there is a video there that you can share with folks. Uh, it's called Someone Should Go to Jail. And that goes into the uh, uh, how the medical system has lied to us. And it's kind of the sequel to his original Dead Doctors Don't Lie. That came out in 2014, and you can get a uh, view a copy of that there. Uh, and also there's a health evaluation that you can take while you're there at that website to uh, find out where you stand nutrition based on a series of questions that Dr. Wallach developed. Stay tuned. We have the red warning light can be coming out very soon. Uh, we have the CD, I don't know if you have it there with you, Dr. Wallach, the one we just did. Yes, uh, is your doctor killing you? Yeah, we have the CD and the DVD of that one. Uh -huh. and it's, it's going like crazy. And you can get those by going to drjwallach.com. D-R as in doctor, J as in Joel, Wallach. So it's drjwallach.com. And you can find that and all the other books and CDs and videos that Dr. Wallach uh, has available on that website. Again, thank you very much, folks, for tuning in. If you have any questions regarding products that we mentioned on here, uh, feel free to 
uh, reach out to the person who invited you to this video. If you found this on your own, then reach out to me. You can email me at askpharmacistkeith at live.com. Askpharmacistkeith, K-E-I-T-H, at live.com. Or you can send me a private message through Facebook. Again, thank you very much, and we'll see you next week. Thanks again, Dr. Wallach. Appreciate it. It's impacted everything in my life. It's impacted my friends. It's impacted my community. It's impacted how I view myself and my self-confidence. It's impacted my health. It was interesting because I obviously got in for the mentoring and leadership. And so for the beginning of it, I would say things like, oh, you know, I don't, I mean, I take 90 for life, but I'm not really doing much other than personal development. I'm glad I'm here with my community. And so I was just kept doing that. And there was one point where I remember someone saying, if you ever have a health need, just Google Dr. Wallach. And I kind of put that in the back of my mind. Then second kid we were trying to plan for, and it was the strangest thing, I wasn't getting pregnant. So we tried a couple of different things, but there was a lot of questioning in there too, where now my friends are getting pregnant, so why am I not? My baby's now five months old. Retelling my story is helping me say, Yes, I did want a baby, and there was a point in my life where I was really sad that I didn't have a baby. And now I have answers, because a lot of women can attest to having a baby is hard. And I even had a friend look me out in the eyes and say, I know this is hard, and you're probably feeling so guilty that you're not enjoying it because you asked for it. <laughs> I was like, yeah. But I think that's normal, like you have your seasons that are up and down. But I did want this, and I think it's good for me to remember how hard I wanted it, and how thankful I am that I now have two babies. <laughs> That's why I'm still here, is because the answers have been so great. The values that I so agree with keep coming out again and again, you know? So I think that's why it's such a cool thing to now look back and go, wow, imagine that. I hated network marketing, and now I see the heart. At one point, I felt like I was going downhill, and now I feel like I've gone uphill. I feel better now today than I did 10, you know, 15 years ago, and that's all because of longevity. Originally, when I started with longevity, I was looking for a product or something for my son who was a competitive athlete. I later, was interested in what the products would do for my daughter. She was in a near-fatal car accident and was experiencing tremendous health issues. And so what Longevity did for me was it gave me hope at a time when hope wasn't really out there. She's able to experience a normal life again. And that was something she didn't know if she'd have. Once I was in Longevity, and I saw what was happening with the products, not only in my family, for myself, for other people I shared it with. It dawned on me that I could do this as a business. And so at that point, I actually phased out of my own marketing and advertising business to be a full-time longevity distributor. There's so much more in my life today than there was before longevity. I've been able to help several people 
in their health as far as hope, where they came to me feeling as though there was no other place for them to go. And I think a lot of times we become the last resort, right? And when they've tried everything else, what I've been able to do is help them have success in their health and financially in ways that they did not anticipate. I feel like I'm living a life of joy, and before I felt like I was living a life of stress, and I smile a lot more, and I love that about me, because I was always smiling on the outside, but not on the inside. And really, how much fun I'm having. I literally phased out of my own business that I had over 20 years to do this, because I loved it so much. Before Longevity, I lacked a community. My life was totally different because I was in the career world and professional world, and I still am a career professional. But with Longevity, now I have a family and a home. I have a community. True wellness and what it means to me is wellness from a holistic approach. You have to not only care about yourself, but you have to care about those around you as well as the community that you're a part of and you're attached with which then, because you are a part of your community and you, of course, are viewed upon by everyone you touch, meet, and love on, you now then have an impact on the people around you. And so because of where I am with Longevity and my knowledge, thanks to Dr. Wallach, I am able to impact every person that crosses my path with my vision of true health. And it's funny that I mentioned that Longevity is a community, it truly is a family. When you care about each other, you hear each other on the educational calls daily, and I just had the opportunity to meet someone that I'd only heard on a call for a year, and we hugged as if we'd known each other for forever. I feel the love, and I feel the support system, 
And longevity just totally has that where no one else does. As an attorney, I have a case today, and once that case is over with, I do not have a check coming in until I have another case. But with longevity, once you help someone, the helping doesn't end, and therefore your income doesn't end. And so with that, I've been able to totally change the financial outlook and future of my family as well as my children. And when you have six children, there's a lot of futures you have to take care of. Thanks for tuning in to the Health and Wellness Hour with Dr. Joel Wallach and pharmacist Keith Abel. If you found value in this episode, be sure to like and share. Also, to be notified when the next episode is posted, click on the subscribe button, then hit that little bell symbol. If you have any questions or comments for pharmacist Keith or Dr. Wallach, you may send a private email to askpharmacistkeith at live.com or by visiting the Facebook page, Give Doc 90 Days to Better Health, Wellness, and Longevity. To hear more from Pharmacist Keith, subscribe to his Prosperity Rx podcast. Prosperity Rx is your prescription for prosperity. Prosperity is more than just creating wealth. Prosperity includes health and wellness, personal development, motivation, as well as financial peace and prosperity. Subscribe to Prosperity Rx on your favorite podcast platform. To hear more from Dr. Wallach, he has two nationally syndicated radio programs daily, Dead Doctors Don't Lie and Let's Play Doctor. Check your local radio listings for details. Also, check out the archives of his past shows at radio.givedoc90days.com. One last thing, if you'd like to join Dr. Wallach's crusade to share his message with others, contact Pharmacist Keith, and he'll teach you how to share the message and create some extra income at the same time. Contact Pharmacist Keith through his email address, keith at prosperityrx.com, or call or text at 502-212-2929. Remember, Keith is still a practicing pharmacist and can't always pick up the phone right away, so leave your name, number, and best time to call, and he'll return your call as soon as possible. Thanks again for tuning in.